Welcome back to That Gaming Podcast, everybody. This is Ben. And this is Alex. And this is the show where we talk about the Nintendo and PlayStation games we're playing right now. That's right. So join us as we embark into the world of gaming. Let's do it. E3 is done. It's Wednesday, if you're listening to this, and we're doing a bonus episode of our E3 reaction. Yes. So we're going to talk about what stood out to us, what we liked the most. We're not going to go in order like we did last time of the days. We're just going to yep. hit into what was the big stuff in interest of what time. What got our attention? So, what, what we didn't like, what we liked, exactly. Exactly. So... Uh, it started on Friday, Wednesday. There was a little tiny thing. Oh yeah, and then mostly it started up Thursday with Jeff Keighley in the summer. That's game what it was. Yep. But we're gonna jump to Saturday. And before you do that, before we, I think we, it's we should mention it. I got to drive down to you in person, yeah. and we got to watch it together on Saturday. We which, did. for the record, for everybody out there, last time we were in person recording a podcast was like over what. Beginning of last year, before the pandemic hit, it was before the pandemic it happened in twenty twenty. Yeah, so. and then you moved and, and everything. So it's like it was it yeah. was like a good like nostalgia, like oh here we are again, like doing things together. So that was a cool thing we did too. So yeah, like like most of the world, our our feed just kind of dropped off because we were trying to figure out how we're gonna do this, what's going on. I didn't even we were my wife and I were trying to look into moving and a new house, and so. All that life stuff got in the way. We stopped for a while, and that's why you might see in our feed, if you're new to the podcast and you go back and look, we've got a season two trailer there. Because that was kind of the unofficial restart (laughs) of the podcast. Yes. Uh, And we we do things a little differently than we did before. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, that was pretty fun. So we got to watch the Ubisoft Ubisoft conference together. And for my money, they were the second best conference I know it's kind of old school to rank conferences, and everybody kind of just has their their things that they like nowadays, and nobody really does that ranking stuff anymore like they used to. But mm-hmm. for me, I, I like the Ubisoft one. It it was fine. I finally felt like okay, now we're getting to something. Yes, now we've got some, yes, some content and stuff that I'm liking. Um, and so they started off, and I think this one was 40 minutes. Most of them are 40 minutes. No, no, it was in like an hour and something, I thought it was, they said. Remember? Oh, was it Yeah, longer? it was like an hour something. It had I so think. much good stuff. It went so fast. It, it was so good. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you. So Rainbow Six Extraction was the first thing up. This used to be called Rainbow Six Pandemic, <laughs> and they changed the name, obviously, obviously. for <laughs> reasons. Uh, and basically in this game... Extraction is kind of a key to the mechanic, to the gameplay, it looks yeah. like. Uh, these, these not nasty, like, monster, alien-looking things. Uh, it looks like a solid co-op game. You can play one to three players online together. And it's not PvP, which, Alex, you kind of pointed that out to me quickly. Yeah. Like, okay, not PvP, mm-hmm. co-op. Co-op. And uh, you... 
how do you describe it? So there's that one character that you're trying to extract. So it's right? so it's like the way they described it, at least right. So so it's they, they took the formula that you got from Rainbow Siege, the uh, that you the, the PvP that people play now, and they made yeah. this formula with the whole alien thing. But like like we said, it's all co-op only. There's no PvP. They're, they're trying to people right. to work together, which finally somebody does that because I'm getting tired of PvP. For, so this is perfect. Um, yeah, me too. And, yeah, and then the way it works is they, they said you have some of the operators that you're used to seeing in Rainbow Siege in this one. And I think the way it works is you have to rescue an operator. It could be a different operator at times. And then when you rescue them, you can play as them. And then I know, like as you know, we're watching it. What will, and I'm sure they'll tell more details. But you can also become captured. Like in the game, it looked like you can like get captured uh-huh. by the alien or something, and you might need to be rescued yourself, which I thought was pretty yeah. interesting. So I don't know if you're like, is they going to be like, okay, so you're captured? Do you have to give like clues or something to people or something, or like say, hey, be careful of this? Here's yeah, here's where I'm at. Here's what yeah. you're dealing with. Or maybe it's just AI gets captured and you just do. We'll see. But um, yeah, it's looks good. It looks really good. And, and there's this tiered system there. They're like, yes. Was this the one where? You get into an area. You, let's say you defeat all the enemies. Now you go into yep. like kind of a holding or a, a, a it like decompresses a safe the room. air. A safe room. It's like yeah, it's it it's safe room. But um, you go in there and then you decide as a group: do we want to press our luck and keep going, or do we want to stop here with the rewards that we've right. banked already? Right. And I thought that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the team dynamic is you have to come to that decision together as a group. And so it really forces you to think as a group and not just as individuals, you know, to go through. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Because, because they said, you know, like in this game, if you lose, you lose all the items and your progress in that extraction that you're doing. Mm-hmm. So basically yep. it's like three levels. You do the first one, you continue if you want to, yep. you do the second one. I'm assuming every time you go through a harder one, you get better rewards but every time before you progress to the next safe room, you get asked, I'm sure, like, okay, do we just extract from here or do we continue to press our luck? Right. So you're right. It's kind of like you got to think about, okay, do I want to get more rewards or do I want to play, play safe yeah. and say, let me pull out for right now, see what I got kind of thing, and then come back in. And and, and I hope they really work on that mechanic and solidify it and make it strong because mm-hmm. I could see you getting online with online matches and everybody always just going, yes, yes, keep yeah, going, keep going. Yeah. Yeah, because they just want the better loot all the time. Right, right. So I hope they give you incentive to like the loot is really good on level one. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no reason to go to level two or three, mm-hmm. or balance that out. You know, to where people, because I can just see that happening where you're just stuck on a team with two guys or girls that are just like, let's just keep going because we need more loot. And it's like, no, we keep dying and we lose everything. Or or, or yeah. what it might need to do, and this is maybe a little harsh, we'll see, they should do like, okay, if person A wants to bail out, let person A bail out and let the other two continue. Or like if they say, okay, this oh, person yeah. this person's going to leave. So if you continue, it would just be two of you. Are you sure you want to continue? Or do you want to pull out yeah. like maybe like a backup plan? Because like, I'm like, you, like if, if I'm like, I'm happy where I'm at, I don't want to risk it. Well, I'm tired. I don't want to play anymore. Yeah. I don't want to get forced into the next thing and lose all my progress I spent. So yeah. I'd rather be like asking, exactly. be like, okay, well, I'm leaving. You guys want to play? It's your risk. I'm gone. <laughs> See ya. See ya. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it said that it was cross-play too, which is Yes, cool. different platforms. Yes. It just kind of slipped it in there last second. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they moved on to like Rocksmith Plus, which looks cool. Subscription. Uh, I don't know yeah. how much I'm going to do. I don't play guitar. Same, same. Uh, but 
it's now it's an app instead of a controller, uh, not controller, but instead of buying, buying the, guitar the, the guitar and the game itself, the disc and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, they talked on some other stuff. They talked about uh, Valhalla. Ooh, they, so they got they got more story coming next year. So they got the Siege, Siege of Paris, Paris coming out this summer, which we're in summer, so that means it's close. And then you got some free stuff yeah. coming out. And then they were like, hey, and I think it's the first time they also said that for the Assassin's Creed game, they're actually putting more content going to year two of it. Because typically they uh-huh. move on to the next game by then and do, they do year one and that's it. So they're saying, we're going to continue into year two and come up with more stuff. And judging by the that's- teaser I saw, it looks like they're going to continue the story somehow. So yeah. it looks really good. Oh, that's and cool, Discovery yeah. Tour is coming this fall, August. Yeah, I think. Oh, oh no, this, yeah, August something. They said it's coming out, and yeah. if you're like a history nut, this is it. You get in there, and I, it's, I think it's popular. Yeah, because they're doing done it, it what twice, twice now, now. With, and this one is better. They said yeah. because now they've improved it, where you get to be, you get to role play. Let's call it like a regular citizen in that area. And I guess in Iraq with stuff there. I'm like. Okay, this is neat. It's like a. Is that now how well, was it before? No, was it no, just menus? Yeah, well, before it was before it was more like you pick a character you want to you want to be as or look as, and you just run around to like uh, rally marks. You stop and you oh, okay. you press the button and you listen to the narration of what they talk about, and they have like a cinematic and stuff. And it looks really great. Don't get me wrong; it was great for both times. But this one's more interaction. I feel like. I mean, I'm telling you, they already said that the the one for Origins, they're using like in a in in Egypt, for like a museum or something, like or like for a class on e- Egyptology to to train. Oh, I heard about so, that. So, yeah. yeah. So the fact that they're doing it this far, I can see this becoming like another curriculum in some sort of classroom or something. The way they're doing it, it just makes history yeah. so fun learning. I like it. I like it. I like it. That would be cool. Take like a Assassin's Creed class. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then they showed off Werewolves Within the movie, which that was interesting. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that was interesting. They're doing a movie, which is kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm. I wonder if you know Nintendo's wanting it or is doing a Mario movie. I wonder if they eventually do Rabbids movies and then mm-hmm. do a Mario Rabbids crossover like they've done in the games. Now, that would be really cool or something. But it sounds like the Ubisoft is like. Sure, we'll do a movie of one of our games, yep. which is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Far Cry Six will have VR content. Look good after launch. Look good, which was a new mm-hmm. announcement. Yep. That was pretty yep cool. So anybody who's into that game, they also sh- showcased. Uh, I think it was Summer Game Fest. Jeff Keighley's show. He he talked to um, uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Uh, the actor who plays the, the villain, the kingpin, yeah. in the mm-hmm. villain in Far Cry Six, that was a really interesting conversation. And he talked about uh, Moff Gideon from Star Wars from Mandalorian. Uh, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I don't know if I said that before or anybody's yep, new, yep. but that's like my big thing. Uh, so he talked about Moff Gideon. He talked about this character, and he talked about Gus from Breaking Bad, who's which is another all time favorite show for me. And yep. he said that Moff Gideon would destroy the two of them because he has the dark saber. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I think the question awesome was like idea. the question like which of three of these villains would win on a battle or something. I think he yeah. said, yeah, 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 that was good. But Ubisoft showed more of the actual game. Well, they showed like a cinematic, I think, and like cuts and pieces yeah. of the game. And I think that was about it. They showed uh, some a cutscene yep. that's in the game, and he like comes down the stairs in this boat and he intimidates people. Yeah. And- 
yeah, it looked pretty good. I have never played Far Cry, but Same. having him in the game, it, it really makes me interested. And in, the game looked good too. See what they can do. The game looked really good. Yeah. Like we're going to the next mm-hmm. gen, and I'm like, I'm with you there. I have never played Far Cry. I've always seen commercials for them. It's never got into them. And seeing that mm-hmm. one, I'm like, this might be my first one in. So I'll see. Yeah, it looked really good. Yeah, they're really pushing it, and it comes out soon. I think it's not far away. No, no. Um, and then surprise. Mario plus Rabbids. Yeah, that was a good one. That was... When when you saw Mario there, you're like, oh, snap. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We were watching it with my wife, too, Hannah. Yeah. And we're both like, what? Screaming and freaking out. Because her and I have played that game (laughs) twice over. I think we need to do... Her and I need to do a podcast just on that game. You should. Or, you know, when this one, this one, unfortunately, sadly, doesn't come out till next, next year. year. Yeah. So we've got to wait a while. But uh, they and talked about going to space, which Hannah and I, our favorite Mario of all time is Mario Galaxy. And we have also played that game together multiple times. Um, so taking two of our favorite Mario Nintendo and putting it all together, it's like, this is going to be the best. Yeah. So, um, Kingdom Battle was the previous one, 2017. It's all, it was on the Switch, and it just sold and sold and sold. It still sells. They they do a Ubisoft sale on the Switch store all the time, nice. and they give you. They'll do it for like 15 bucks, and it's always a bestseller. So, makes sense that they looked at the numbers and they're like, "It's making money. All right, let's do this yep. again." And, and I'm glad they kept their relationship between Nintendo and Ubisoft. Like yeah. they got this warm relationship, so that means they could do something else down the road if they wanted to. Really? Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like it. It's really cool. Like, I never really... I always thought of Ubisoft for a long time as the Assassin's Creed company. I did not think of them as anything more than that. Rabbits was just kind of like, eh, mm-hmm. what's that? Mm-hmm. But once they've done this team up, they've kind of started to morph more in my head as, like, mm-hmm. becoming a bigger name studio. And, like, yep. I'm seeing that logo and that branding and going, okay, it... if Nintendo respects the quality job they do... It tells you a lot. Then they must do pretty good job on all their other games and they're mm-hmm. stepping up their quality standards so yeah every time i see ubisoft i'm, I'm really intrigued and interested what they're gonna do next. well and so, only that it's only nintendo like this whole thing with the open world star wars game that disney's approaching them yeah. with mm-hmm. i tells you right there there's a lot of collaboration happening in the background right that you know we'll see probably soon one day yeah but it tells you that company and the company does a good job. I mean, you're right. At one point, it was like Assassin's Creed and some smaller games and stuff. And they've morphed into this big company. And they have like these studios everywhere. Like we saw with right. with Rabbits uh, when they announced it. There was like a a uh, a uh, a studio, I think it was like in Italy or something they had. And then one in France right. or something. Well, there's... Right. Mm-hmm. They're in Montreal. Montreal. They're also yep. in... Yeah. yeah. And then they're also in uh, Paris. Paris, yeah. And I think that's where this game was made out of. Was they, their main. They got different branches place. around. I'm seeing because even the one, around the world, even for yeah. Assassin's Creed, they got like you know one in England somewhere and Canada, mm-hmm. of course. It's just like they have like these different branches around the country to work on different projects. And I think it's a great formula right. because you got these different ideas coming, not just from one studio right. the whole time, it's from different studios. Quote. And, it's perfect. Yeah, and different people from all yeah, the world. Yeah, and that's and how that. they so, can make yeah. multiple games a year for different titles to come out, and then here we are. So, yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, and that that's kind of what PlayStation has done, and that's what I see Nintendo is, is doing more. They have, they're have buying up these little studios that do the projects for them. Uh, you know, that's kind of how the industry works. But, mm-hmm. um, 
that's what Microsoft has been doing in, in, in big numbers. They've been buying a lot of these little studios because they only have Halo. Yep, yep. <laughs> and, and a handful of few other And Bethesda now. Bethesda now as well. Yeah, and now that's why they have Bethesda because now they have this whole catalog of games and they can make more. So. Yep. Um, but yeah, that was that was pretty much it in the Ubisoft conference. There was other things like you know the bike one, Trackmania yeah. looked interesting. Riders Republic That's, is a new that was an interesting game where it's yeah. uh, multiple sports: snowboarding, mountain biking, air gliding, rocket packs. Think of it as rocket bikes. Think of it as the crew just with people. Think of it that way, right? Basically, it's the crew with more like uh, motor motor sports. sports. There you go. Yep, not just cars. Yep. Uh, and you collect these team points, and the more team points you get, the more things you unlock. Uh, so it's it's a it's an online team play game, kind of like your your Overwatch or your Fortnites or your all yep. team play yep. games. Um, it looked really cool, interesting. Maybe I'll get it when it comes out if I'm, you know, if I don't have anything else or looking for a multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that that was a pretty good conference. I feel like they had something for everyone. They kept, you know, with, even with Rocksmith in there, they they didn't have to give that time, right. but they did, they did. And you know, it's something for everyone. It's not a triple A game. It's it's a small thing, but I like they put the movie in there. The, like they they did pretty per, good. I like the traditional variety, the traditional way they did. It. Like they'll come out and say, okay, we got this coming out. The show bit, and then move on to the next game and next game. I like that formula bear. I don't like the ones that kind of like dedicate one entire hour to one game in particular. Like, for example, not, uh-huh. we're, we're not going to go into Black Warren Brothers, for example. They only had the, the right. whole Left for Blood or something like that. Right. And I was Back for Blood. Yeah, and I was expecting yeah. more of like an Ubisoft uh, situation. Like, okay, here's our game lineup coming out. Here's the bits and pieces yep. from it, that kind of stuff. Kind of like what right. Nintendo did, which I'm sure you're going to talk about. Yeah. It's like, I like that formula yeah, exactly. the best. It's classic E3 style. I like it. It's perfect. Yeah, and... It- and so we can move into Nintendo then. And uh, what they did is basically they gave us 40 minutes of trailers and announcements. And then after, they'd like to do what they call Treehouse Live. And the idea is that, you know, they're up in their little treehouse playing these video games. You know, no girls allowed. <laughs> like, like it, what is that? Uh, the Rugrats or whatever they're called. That movie. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, I'm not shoot. sure which one. Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, it's um, it's got like Alfalfa in it and I'm, Delilah. Delilah. And... I'm bad with movie names. Uh, I'm bad with movie names. Join our Discord and tell me what I'm talking <laughs> there about. There you go. I forgot. There you go. Um, but anyway, they play three hours of gameplay demos right after all the announcements, and they will pick games that are in the announcements to play and show you. So, for example. They start the show, and it starts off, and they show this character, and he's carrying Ganondorf, who's the arch nemesis of Link mm-hmm. in the Legend of Zelda games, and he's carrying him to this cliff, and he's gonna. He looks like he's dead. Mm-hmm. Ganondorf's dead, and he drops him off the cliff, and so you're like, "Oh, Breath of the Wild two? What? What is this? Mm-hmm. Is this Breath of the Wild two? And then Nintendo does this little switcheroo on you, and they show the character and it's a character from Tekken <laughs> and then it does the Smash Bros uh, ultimate like cha-ching new character smart. and you're like oh okay they tricked us <laughs> they thought that we were getting Zelda up front 
back in 2019, the last time they did one of these presentations, they started with Breath of the Wild 2. Uh, so I thought they were doing it again, yep. but they, they tricked They tricked everybody. So that was kind of a cool inside thing. But they're adding Tekken characters to Smash, nice. which is really cool because they already have Street Fighter characters. That's perfect. So they've got every character you could ever want in Smash. Nice. Uh, and then they announced some surprise things that I thought was really cool. So I don't know if you know this. They've been doing this cloud gaming on the Switch, mm-hmm. and it's allowing you to play AAA titles that are on the PS5 and the Xbox Series X wow. on the Switch. Okay. And you play it through this cloud. So you have to have the Switch online service. Then when you load up the game, you're not playing it on your device. It's playing, streaming it through the cloud, like PlayStation Now, like Game Pass and all these things that are out there. So they're going to bring Life is Strange, that collection, wow. and the new one, True Colors, that's that was announced for Square Enix. Uh, PS5 mm-hmm. from Square Enix, and the new Guardians of the Galaxy game. Is playable on Switch. Wow. Yeah. I was like, what? That's, oh, that's awesome. That's interesting. Wow. So they're stepping it up to be like these two big games that are coming out for those other systems. You can play them here too. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have a PS5. Right. You can just have a Switch and do all of this. Nice. So I thought that was really cool. Um, then just some other ones just to highlight a few. Mario Party. There's another Mario Party coming out. They just came out with... Super Mario Party a couple years ago, and Hannah and I play that all the time. Now they're coming out with Super Part Super, no, Mario Party Superstars is what it's called. This one looks like it's a little more return to form. It doesn't have the specific character dice that are that's in the current one. It just goes to a, a one through ten die for every character. And it's a little more like the original game boards. They use uh, game boards remastered from the N64, which is where the first Mario Party games came out. So they're kind of going back to uh, please the fans, give some fan service. It's kind of a, you can almost think of it as a remaster or a remix. Mm-hmm. They're, they're bringing in old courses or old boards. They're kind of simplifying the rules and they're, it looks really good. I, th- I think it's going to be really fun. And it looks like it's a little more challenging than this current iteration. Like, there's boards that uh, it takes like 30 spaces to get to the star in some cases. So you really have to be strategic and okay. and figure out how you're going to use items and things to get there. But there's over 100 mini games in it, which wow. is a lot more than the current one. Uh, so it looked really cool. I- I'm really excited for that. That comes out in the fall. Um, most of the games that they're talked about today come out this year. So nice, like, nice. Life is Strange, Gardens of the Galaxy, Mario Party, Superstars, and then they announced Metroid dun, dun, Dread, Dread, which is the new 2D Metroid. Finally, I almost cried. <laughs> I was so happy. Oh my goodness. It's not Metroid Prime 4, right. which is the 3D mm-hmm. first person shooter. Mm-hmm. It's a 2D Metroid, and it's a sequel. First sequel in 19 years. Holy cow. Done. Finally! Yes. The previous game was Metroid Fusion on the Game Boy Advance. My goodness. Back in, like, 2002, I want to say. Holy cow. 
Yeah, 2002. Yeah, 19. Yeah, that's right. 2002. So it it looks phenomenal. The reason why it's called Dread is there is these uh, robot characters that are now your enemies in it. You cannot shoot them. You can't use your blasters, your missiles. Nothing destroys them. Uh, in a game like Metroid where you run around and destroy everything, <laughs> you kill every creature all the time, like you're overpowered most of the time. Right. These things are more powerful than you. So they give you this kind of sense of fear because it takes the – you don't have the power anymore. You can't stop them. You have to run from them. And they have these detection things, kind of like Horizon Zero Dawn, where they're scanning all the time. And if you get detected by them, they're going to come and run your ass over and <laughs> take you down. If they catch you, so they'll run through the catacombs and you have, you know, it's a side-scrolling kind of Castlevania style game where you have to jump on platforms. If they catch you, you automatically die. Mm -hmm. And it's, they said it's somewhat permadeath. Oh, okay. If you got upgrades or found anything that improved your weapons and you didn't save before you encountered this thing and you die, you lose those upgrades and you have to go get them again. Wow. So, okay. Yeah, it's they do. They did, they did say like they kind of are forgiving, and they put um, they'll put you back in front of a door where you you found them, encountered it, stuff like that. Okay. But uh, but there's so much other stuff that I could go into. But uh, the the team that did the remake on 3ds that was the most recent game that they gave us. So the the most recent 2D Metroid game was a remake on 3DS a couple of years ago. I think 2017. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's been 19 years since a true brand Jeez. new. And it's been four years since we had anything. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> so, it, yeah, this is a pretty big deal for us. There, is there like a release date? And it's on Switch, which means I can play it on the TV. I can play it anywhere. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be great. Is there a release date? October this year. Ooh. So I'll have to wait, what four, four months? months it will fly by. It will fly by. Yeah. And then and I'm then so and then excited. and then we're definitely doing an episode on that. Oh, like yeah, like, totally, but, totally, no doubt, totally, <laughs> no doubt. I want to hear about and it. And I'm gonna take my sweet time on it. <laughs> I'm gonna play Uno. <laughs> I'm gonna download Monopoly. <laughs> I'm gonna download every like little baby game, and we're gonna talk about those for weeks. For weeks to come. And then I'm gonna be like, all right, here's my full, yeah, full take, full take on it. Um, sweet. Which I doubt it's gonna be. I don't like it. <laughs> I I doubt it. It's been so long. I doubt it. Have they talked about but, when the 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 first person one's coming out, or no news about that? He they just said we're working on Prime Four. It's still in development. Okay. I apologize if we don't have anything more, but here's a whole new game for four months <laughs> to feed your urge so for right really, now. Okay, Nintendo knows what they're doing. They can they know how to please their fans. They go, everybody on the internet wants Prime Four. Well, let's make sure that game, <laughs> that 2D one, is in development. It's good and it's solid. Let's do do you know what will be a good a good? It will never happen, but what will be a good twist? Is if they collaborate that with Ubisoft and made a Metro f- <laughs> in first person, like you know, because you know that they do Far Cry pretty well with first person. Right? They did that, but with t- oh, 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 okay, that would be awesome yeah, yeah. if they came out with that announcement. But we'll see. I don't know, mm-hmm. but yeah, that that was pretty awesome. And then they they also surprise. I called it on our previous episode. They're doing a WarioWare for yeah, Switch. Yeah, WarioWare. Um, 
get it together is what it's, it's called. called. Get it together, like figure it out. Um, and it looks really fun. A lot of mini games, really weird. There was one mini game where you're plucking hairs out of a guy's armpit. You know, it just weird <laughs> stuff like that. Okay, it's just Wario. He's Wario is weird. He eats garlic and he's gross and he's he's a, just he's the total opposite so. of Mario. Literally, yeah. But it it's funny. He he pretends that the pretext of the game is Wario has his own uh, video game studio and he has this whole crew of video game designers. Nice. And so he's like, get to work. <laughs> I, I have a bunch of money. Get to work. Make these games. And so they make all these mini games and that's what you play. You're playing the games that his game studio put out or whatever. It's pretty funny. But uh, that's coming out this year as well. Nice. Nice. And then they talked about Mario Golf, which comes out next week. Mm. And I'm like, I really want to play that now. Yeah, no kidding. I think I'm going to pick that up, actually. And we're you gonna, should. We're going to play that, Hannah and I. There's a lot of two-player modes, so I thought that would be a good one to talk about. Um, and they showed a little Breath of the Wild 2, which looks phenomenal, but it was still kind of just cinematic trailers. Right. They didn't show any gameplay. Okay. Um, and then, you know, then they jumped into the three-hour treehouse live and they showed metroid for like a good 45 minutes and i was just like "Ah." (laughs) just my i couldn't believe it there's such so much good stuff it concludes the storyline like there's so i want to go back and play fusion now because it's 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 about time it's such a good game it's about time yeah i mean it's such a household like like a household name for them it's kind of like i don't know uncharted for playstation if you think about it it's how, and yeah. they need to, like, yeah, I'm glad they're coming out of the game. It's really popular in North America only, right. Metroid is. Right. It's not really popular in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, so so it is a big game here. And, um, yeah, I, there's just so many little Easter eggs for people who play that. I played Metroid Fusion many, many times. Um, it, it's not the biggest, it's not the biggest one with the fans. I think Super Metroid is bigger, uh, but those are older fans. I played metroid fusion on my game boy advance in high school uh you know super metroid on super nintendo a lot of people will cite that uh playing that in college well i wasn't old enough <laughs> i was a kid to go with right so you know i didn't i couldn't play that one it was too hard um but fusion on the game boy that one was my game so a sequel to that one of my favorite games of all time that like that's that's awesome so um yeah, I have notes upon notes of all the <laughs> all the stuff that they, they brought came into out. It. Yeah, they did uh, some gameplay on Mario Golf. They did gameplay on uh, Mario Party game that's coming out. They did they did a lot of different gameplay stuff. And, f- and for those of you out there, Ben took you can check it. Ben out. took the notes because the Euro Cup is playing and. They've been playing the games when the yeah. E3 has their stuff, and with the exception of Saturday. Saturday, I didn't care too much about the gameplays. So that's why that's we watch it together. But even Nintendo, I was like, "Thank you for watching it. I know you're into it because I got this game I'm watching." So, so that's why Ben had like the majority of the notes that, because of that. Because I've been watching the Euro Cup games instead. So, thank you for that. Thank yeah, you. Appreciate that's it. That's how it goes. I mean, we get doing our other things. Everybody has multiple hobbies, so. Exactly. Uh, but just quickly, and I know we're at about a good stopping point here, but uh, just some other th- things, like two things. 
Summer Games Fest, uh, Kojima came out and said that <laughs> he's doing Death Stranding Director's Cut. Hashtag Box of Oranges. Correct. Norman Reedus dropped oranges on the ground. And <laughs> you figure it out. I don't know what's going on. It was a weird. Uh, it, it was a weird clip. It's like I think it's worth mentioning in them because it was like a, they tried to do like, like a Metal Gear Easter egg because in Metal Gear you can take the box and hide in it. But it was like he goes in this warehouse, finds the box of oranges, drops the oranges everywhere. The box like laying open with nothing in there. He like jumps in there for like what five seconds yeah. or less, and then comes out like yeah. it's like hmm, and then walks over. Stands up, yeah. Like- and then it cuts off to the Death Train director's cut. I'm like, but what's in the director's cut? I don't want to go through all this again just for a box of oranges. <laughs> I feel like Kojima is just trying to say, like, yeah, yeah. Is this my new Metal Gear? Right. Am I going to make a ton of these? And so I guess he's saying, like, the main character of the game is thinking about it. Like, should Probably. I do this a million times? I, Probably I what it is. Yeah. That's, the, that's the impression I got, but it's art, so who knows? Who knows, with, who knows with that guy? He always has some interesting stuff. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, another thing that was kind of weird. <laughs> oh, boy. It was like a few minutes in and he's like, and Jeff Goldblum is here to help us. And Jeff Goldblum appears on a screen behind him and is like, oh, hey. Uh, oh, well, I'm I'm here to. Uh, ooh. And he's like, what's going on, Jeff? And then he's like. Well, your name is Joff or Geoff or Jeff or however you pronounce it. He's like making fun of Jeff Keighley's name because nice. he spelled it differently than him. It was so bizarre. And he was there for the a sequel to this Jurassic Park. Oh, Jurassic World. that explains it. Um, it's a zoo tycoon. Yeah. Or a, yeah. Zoo tycoon, uh, you're right. Roller coaster. Yeah. Roller coaster tycoon. But it's Jurassic World. You build like, yeah, I remember that. I used to play on I PC. Guess he's in the game now. I don't, he's in the game and he does a voice in there. That's know. hilarious. But they had a voiceover in the trailer of him as the doctor, or whatever, from those movies. And uh, which I like Jurassic Park. I always liked watching that as a kid. But he does like the voice of like, we we tested nature and we shouldn't have done it. <laughs> whatever it is. It was just goofy. It kind of reminds me of uh, when the newest Civilization came out a few years ago. They had uh, Sean Bean, a.k.a. Ned Stark, do the voiceover. <laughs> okay, yeah. Very perfect. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of that a little bit. So that's funny. But you know it's not going to be no, like no. the best game ever. It's probably going to be okay. Yeah, but right. it's not, it doesn't look like they stuck a lot of money into it. Uh, they probably paid more for the, <laughs> the voice the acting. Yeah. The voiceover. And the voice acting. Yeah. yeah. Um. A lot of Amazon content because it was sponsored oh, by Amazon. Oh, tell me Game, about it. Which, which is fine, yeah. but I just, whatever. We move, I'm not into we that. We didn't do good too much into that, yeah. Um, and it was a pretty good conference. Like I said, Giancarlo was there. They had It, it was pretty good. And then he ended with Elden Ring, which That's is this what new, was. Yep. Uh, new IP by the Dark Souls Bloodborne people, I think. I think that's I what think, it is. I think. Uh, and then uh, George R. R. Martin is involved. I read mm-hmm. on Polygon or some other website. Yep. So, uh, which Jeff was pumped, man. Yeah. Keely was freaking out about that game. He's like, I finally get to share this. He had to keep it secret all this time. Probably was. So, yeah. And he, sa- he said that in the, like one of the after shows. Mm-hmm. He was like, I had to keep it. And he's like... I saw him on one of the after shows, like asking his fans, like, what do you want to do? And 
he's like do you want me to just play the elden ring trailer one more time and <laughs> and they were like right yeah or whatever in the comments so he played it again he's like oh i'm so excited like, he, he was freaking out uh, and then let's see kenna bridge of spirits Ooh, is another one i want to talk oh, about with you yeah. you and i are both interested oh in that. yeah totally that looked really cool totally um coming to ps5 it's a studio that may they used to work in the movie industry and making yep. cg movies and they're bringing that to games and so it has this beautiful cinematic presentation it looks like you're playing a pixar movie yep. like it looks fantastic um and it's kind of this young girl with the bone arrow and she has uh, other like mystical powers and uh, not a whole lot of gameplay was in there there was some and there was like boss battles and stuff but uh it's mostly talking with the developers about it was the Tribeca Games Spotlight, so they talk with the developers and they kind of do an interview, almost like a documentary interview. Yep. And they were talking about how they came to the game and da 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 da. Uh, if you have some time, check the Tribeca Games Spotlight out. It was a really good presentation, and you know if if you're interested in those kind of, I don't, I don't know if they're indie, but they're more like. Uh, under the radar. Yeah, under the, the radar. I was going to say. what they seem mm-hmm. to showcase. But other than that, I watched some of the Microsoft one, but it was very, if you like Microsoft games, you're going to like this. Otherwise, there wasn't much. There wasn't much there that was like convincing to us. I yeah. picked the wrong system or whatever you want to say. No, 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 no. no. Um, you know, they, they focused on games that are exclusive. One thing I did notice, there there is a, a Plague Tale Requiem. Do you remember a Plague Tale that you oh, played? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that They're one. They're doing a sequel that comes out next year. Really? Um, I missed that. Yeah. That's actually good. Good for them. Yeah. I, lo- I like the studio. I think it'll be on PC and Xbox, <sighs> but maybe it'll come to PlayStation. Hopefully. I'm not sure. Man, that's, that was a good game. I enjoyed that yep. game all the way through. And it's a, like a horror game. I like horror games. I played that mm-hmm. all the way through, so I liked it. Yep, and then... Uh, Square Enix, they took half of their press conference for Gardens Galaxy. Yeah, so they gave you a lot of that, <laughs> which I don't really want to play it, but it looks it looks pretty good. It looks like a step up from Avengers. Yeah, it looks in terms of you can have dialogue trees and how what you say Make and what you matters, choose to say yep. affects the, te- the the team, and that was pretty cool. Um, and then they showed War for Wakanda and Black Panther, but it was mostly cinematic trailers didn't really show gameplay of it uh, but that's going to be free and it's coming this summer so we'll play it when it gets here but lots of other stuff i would encourage you to go check out the videos kind of if you go to uh, summer game fest or the game awards youtube channel he, i saw jeff was posting a lot of different quick clips on there so you can kind of pick and choose what you want to watch but my game of the show is Metroid. I mean, that's obvious. <laughs> I am going to go with... That's a hard choice because I, I was really hoping for bigger Warner Brothers uh, collage. I know. But I kind of got bummed out. So I think for me, I, I'm i going to be biased and say I think it's Assassin's Creed for me. For right now, yeah. just because the fact that they're putting more life into the game than, than yeah. I'm banning it, I'm looking forward to that. So that's my, that was my excitement. Yep. 
And I think I, I, together, I think we want to try that extraction. I think we yes. were really like, yep, let's pick yep, that up. Yep, the co-op aspect. It reminded me of Division, just yeah. different. So, yeah. Yeah, until Division comes. <laughs> Still waiting for it, Ubisoft. Yeah. But we get it. We'll wait. We'll wait. But we'll wait for quality. Yes. Well, that's our show, folks. If you like the show, you know what to do. And we'll tell you this again after the break. Mm-hmm. And Hit us up on Discord. Go, you won't hear that on the break. Yeah, go find my Discord. You'll find the invite link in the show notes. And it is free to do so. Yes. And you can just chat in there with us. If you want to play games with friends, we have audio uh, chats in there. So you can do audio chat, voice chat with each other. We just ask questions. Type away. Leave a message. Ask a question for the podcast. We will talk about it on the show. What was your game of the show? Let us know. But we will see you next time. We'll be back on Friday. I think I'm going to put something together. Uh, But we will see you then. Until then, folks.